Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to Prayer Experience. It's uh, 1 p.m. here in the UK. It's Tuesday and we are ready to pray. You know, today we're going to be looking at perspective in the inspired word. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to have the right perspective to see clearly the things of Jesus. You know, we're told to fix our eyes on Jesus, but sometimes, you know, we just need to adjust the lens a little bit. There, that's better. <laughs> Uh, to stay fully focused. More on that in a minute. Welcome then. Please share this video today if you would and uh, so that we could get more people joining us, more people praying each day. That's what we want, isn't it? More than anything else, a great army of prayer warriors every day, lifting up the name of Jesus, praying for the church, praying for the nations. Uh, connect with us then on Facebook and YouTube. Leave a comment in chat. Let us know how you're doing. Leave a praise review report and uh it's just always so good to hear from you here we have the uh, prayer experience hotline number make a note of that jot it down keep it safe you never know when you'll meet somebody or indeed yourself uh may might need to talk to somebody you can also join look the the prayer experience community on facebook and whatsapp and that will give you access to our wednesday evening Bible studies and you connect with um, the old group there too. Let's begin them. Let's give thanks to God as we always do. And our scripture verses from Daniel uh, chapter 6 verse 10, New King James Version says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since the early days. The writing was signed and it stated that anyone who bows down to any God but the king for the next 30 days would be thrown into the lion's den. The trap was set. Uh, but Daniel goes to his room and does what he always does he kneels down to pray and gives thanks to god what faith lord we thank you father we thank you today for such great men for their outstanding faith in you we thank you lord that you reward faithfulness too for when daniel was found when he was found um praying that he was thrown into the lion's den, but you closed the mouths of the lions and he came out unarmed. Praise God. We bless you, Lord, this morning. We praise your holy name. We give thanks to you, Lord, for all you're doing in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're with us now, that you are always with us, that you never leave us or forsake us. We give thanks and glory and honour to you, our sovereign Lord and King and our God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us in the face of adversity and that you rescue us from the pit. The miry clay, Lord, that you lift us up on eagles' wings, Lord, that you revive our spirits, Lord, that you set us on fire, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we praise your name this day. Hallelujah. <laughs> we praise you, mighty living God. We praise your name this day and we rejoice in who you are. We say thank you today for all your goodness, for all your mercies, for all your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and fill us now and lead this time of prayer and be with us and move amongst us and do remarkable things as we gather together and pray today. Let's move on to the inspired word that I have for you today. And like I said, it's all about perspective. The scripture verse is from Ephesians 3, 14, 15, and it says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. So there is a story of a well-known art critic called Robert Cummings. And Robert Cumming was studying a painting by, by the famous Renaissance painter, Filippino Lippi. And this painting depicted Mary and the infant Jesus with two saints in attendance. But the painting troubled Robert, the critic. There could be no doubt in Lippi's skill, his use of colour and composition. But the proportions of the picture seemed slightly wrong. He wasn't the first critic either to find fault in this particular painting concerning its poor perspective. The mountains in the background looked as though they were going to come tumbling down on the infant Jesus' head. <clears throat> they looked as though they would topple forwards. And the two saints looked awkward, cumbersome and uncomfortable. And then Robert Cumming, the art critic, had a revelation as he realized that this painting was never intended to come anywhere near an art gallery. No, it was commissioned to hang in a place of prayer. And this dignified critic dropped to his knees in the gallery and from his new vantage point he saw what generations of critics had missed you see from his knees he looked up and saw a perfectly portioned masterpiece it wasn't the perspective of the painting that had been wrong all these years it was the perspective of the people looking at it <laughs> praise god <laughs> The art critic on bended knee found a beauty and a perfection in this painting that the proud art critic Robert Cumming could not. Indeed, or any other critic. The painting only came alive to those on their knees in prayer. 
The right perspective is the position of worship. <laughs> Sometimes we only see things clearly when we are on our knees. We only see the true things of God in an attitude of prayer and worship as we, as we bow down before the king. And it's also true that the battles and challenges we fight daily only make sense when we view them through the eyes of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. When we view this world through his eyes, through his perspective, through the perspective of the suffering servant, Jesus. Let's reflect for a moment on these words. Could it be that there are things in our lives, thing that, things that trouble us and cause us to squint a little, Things that appear a little out of focus are simply that way because we are looking at them through the wrong perspective. Could it be that all we need to do is bow down before our Lord and King to view our situation through his eyes, to apply his reasoning and his understanding to our problems and the issues that we face in this life? If you want to keep the right perspective, Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, his majesty, King Jesus. And keep worshipping, keep worshipping and serving your Lord and King. Let's pray. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. Oh, we bow down before you, Lord, today. We bow down before your glory. We bow down before you, the perfect one, the living God, our Father, God in heaven. And we bow down before you and we see you clearly on our knees, Lord, in an act of absolute abstract worship, Lord, we come before you. We lay our life aside, Lord. We lay all those things down that trouble us, Lord. As we come to you, as we gaze upon your beauty, Lord, as we gaze upon who you are, all things come alive and make sense to us now, Lord. As we see clearly, as we see clearly your beauty and your glory, Lord, and your plan for this uh, life, Lord, and for this world, Lord. All the old world is yours, Lord and everything in it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you have opened our eyes, Lord, that you have opened our eyes to your splendour and your glory and your majesty and your beauty, Lord. Oh, create in us something beautiful, Lord. Create in us something beautiful that would last forever, Lord, for all eternity. Thank you that you have placed your Holy Spirit in us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's move on. And uh, we're going to pray for the church, his glorious, blessed church. We're reading from Isaiah 45, 23, the New King James Version. And it says, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That to me, 
every knee shall bow and every tongue shall take an oath. A dear friend of mine and a recently new convert to the Christian faith was saying, now when Jesus returns, everyone will instantly recognize him. That's true. And know who he is and turn to him and be saved. That would be nice, wouldn't it, if that were the case. But of course, when Jesus returns, he's coming to judge this world and separate sheep from the goats today now is the day of salvation and man must choose him now he must turn to Jesus today before he returns to judge this world so father God now Lord we bow the knee we bow before your throne of grace this day and we thank you for the salvation that is only found in you. We thank you, Lord, that you came and found us, Lord, and that we found that salvation, that you gave us that salvation. You know, when the doors of the ark closed, no one could enter. It was too late, and the multitudes drowned in the flood. When you return, Lord, the day of decision will be over so father god now we pray that you would help your church help us this day spread the good news abroad spread the news of who you are help us too lord make it clear to people help us give us the right words to speak lord as we make it clear to people living in sin what the terrible consequences of living outsides of god's blessing will be Oh, give us strong hearts, Lord, and courage to speak out your word, Lord, in every situation we find us. Help us, Lord, rescue our friends and neighbours and family members. We pray for them now, Lord. We lift them up to you. Just name those people that are on your hearts now as we lift them up to the Lord, as we ask for, for divine words, Lord, from your throne room, Lord, words of wisdom and knowledge that would lead people to you father god we pray for our neighbors we pray for our colleagues lord we pray uh thank you that father that the fire that fire would come lord oh father god thank you jesus lord we see the waters rising in the natural world lord we see fires and floods have swept over the nations and that surely is a sign of what is to come Lord, my prayer is this, that as we bow down and get on our knees before you, Lord, that you would give us, your church, words of wisdom and words of knowledge to speak into the lives of those that are lost and heading for eternal damnation. Oh, oh Lord, hear our prayer. Hear our cry, Lord. Bless your church with power from on high. Bless your church, Lord, I pray, with gifts of healing, prophecy, gifts of preaching and teaching and evangelism. Raise up leaders and teachers in the church, Lord, that we might make the difference 
and show the world who you really are. That is the job of the church to present Jesus to this world. Oh, Lord, help us usher in your name, Lord. Help us, Lord, help your church shine, 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 Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. I quickly want to move on and pray for the persecuted church. We're looking at Acts 7, 60, speaks of Stephen. Says, then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice. He knelt down and cried out with a loud voice. Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. We see here Stephen, the first martyr, another mighty man of God, sold out completely to his Lord and Saviour, on his knees asking the Lord to forgive those who were murdering him. Make no mistake, persecution at this level is taking place this very day. Would you pray with me then that those men and women whose very lives will be asked of them today, that they will find courage like that of Stephen and their boldness. They would have boldness in the face of death that would cause such a stir amongst their persecutors that some would turn just like Paul did and follow you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, I've read many accounts of people who have done just this. Men bent on exterminating Christianity, brought to faith when witnessing the outrageous faith of those condemned to die. So we pray, Lord, we pray for those that are persecuted and suffering this day, that you would give them boldness and courage, Lord, that you would empower them, Lord, that you would so fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord that they would not falter, that they would not waver, but they would continue to praise you, Lord, in the face of adversity. Endow then at this time, them, endow them with supernatural boldness and courage to stand in the face of persecution. You know, this week is the Action and Awareness Week for the Suffering Church, finishing on Sunday, the 7th of November, which is International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. Ian Bronze will be with me on Daily Talks Media, and Ian will be sharing more on the Persecuted Church. We can pray for our persecuted family, and we can take action. This is Action Week. How do we take action? By praying on our knees. Yes, for our family, our persecuted family. But we can also contact Open Doors and places like the Barnabas Project. And you will be amazed what they have to offer and how they can show you how to do more and how to help the persecuted church. Lord, we lift them up to you once more. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Uh, for the for our family all over the world, Lord. And we know that so many are suffering at this time, Lord. Oh, Lord, bless them, help them. Give them what they need right now, Lord, I pray. As we pray, Lord, I'll let our prayers be heard, Lord. Thank you, Father. I want us to move on. I want us to pray for the nations. We're looking at one Chronicles uh, well, we have two scripture verses. The first one is 1 Chronicles 13, verse 1, and it says, Then David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. 
Father, God, we pray. Father, grant our leaders the ability to, dis to, to distinguish between righteous counsel and the deceitful counsel of the wicked. Surround our leaders, surround them with righteous men and women who will give them sound advice, godly advice. May government halls and buildings around the world will be filled with wise counsel and understanding, Lord. Thank you, Father. My second scripture verse is taken. Uh, it's from 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 3, one we know well. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Saviour. Father, I pray, pray with me now. I pray, Father, remove leaders and men of authority that you did not set up, that you did not put in place. Give our nations selfless leaders, Lord, we pray today, men and women of wisdom and understanding, leaders who will not cause your people to go astray, leaders who will walk in integrity. Leaders who will uh, show a moral compass to this world. Father, grant us wise leaders whose hearts will not, whose hearts will set to know and to search out and to seek true wisdom and the reason of things and to know that wickedness is folly, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of justice, judgment and equality. Lord, we pray that you would raise up godly leaders in nations everywhere, men and women who know you and are not afraid to speak out your word and stand up for justice. Raise up, Lord, men and women of integrity in our nations. In Mark 16, Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Father, I pray, raise up more laborers of the gospel within our nations, Lord. May the good news we deliver enrich the poor in spirit, heal the brokenhearted, deliver the captives, bring recovery of sight to the blind, and set at liberty them that are bruised. Lord, open the minds of unbelievers in various nations across the world to see the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ, who is the image and likeness of God himself. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for committing the message and ministry of reconciliation to us. May those who hear our message mix it with faith and be fruitful in their lives. Lord, we pray that your word may spread rapidly and run its course and be glorified and triumph, Lord, that ministers of your word may be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men, Lord. Grant freedom of utterance to all ministers of the word and boldness to proclaim the mystery of the good news. Let your word go out and transform our nations, Lord, we pray. Lord, raise up again, Lord, mighty men and women of God in 
these last days. This is our prayer today. I want us to move on. I want to pray very quickly for healing. We're looking at Jeremiah 17, 14, and it says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. <laughs> Let's praise King Jesus then. Let's praise King Jesus for he does heal. Let's praise him now for our salvation. Let's stand on this word and receive a touch from the king this day. Or reach out to him now, even on bended knee. Stretch out your hands to him and receive that touch. Receive that healing on your life. Oh, Father God, we thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Father, that your word brings life the resurrected life of your son, Jesus Christ, who is living in us now. Father God, we pray, please pray with me now for those who are suffering and in pain this day. Pray for those with back problems and those with weak knees and ankles and stiff joints and arthritis. We pray a healing balm upon their bodies, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would heal today as we pray. Pray for those with lung conditions who find it difficult to breathe, with heart failure, liver disease, and those whose kidneys are not functioning as they should. Be healed, be healed, be healed in Jesus' name. Let faith arise this day in us as we pray. Let faith arise this day. Holy Spirit, move amongst us. Be healed, church. Be healed. Be healed, sister. Be healed. Be well. Be whole. Be full from head to toe with the life of Jesus living and breathing in you, bringing life and wholeness and well-being. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing our prayers today. We are out of time. Thank you, Father. How quickly time passes when we come to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Father, that you have been with us. Thank you, Lord, that you have led today, Lord. Thank you, Father, that your mercies never cease, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you are working now as we come to the close, that you're still working, Lord, and that you will continue to work throughout this day in the lives of your saints. And thank you too everybody for joining with us today as you always do is so grateful to you for standing with us each day for praying with us from around the world oh we bless you we bless you and we will continue to play to pray for you too please remember to subscribe to our free audio podcast now available on uh, major podcasting services as you know we are back. Uh, well, we're back tomorrow, but on Sunday, of course, as I've already mentioned, uh, it's Nigel Talks. I'm with Ian Bronze this Sunday talking about the persecuted church. Join us then at 6 p.m. And of course, as always, without fail, we, the prayer experience is back tomorrow, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Until then, goodbye. God bless. Amen.
cry holy Sing holy They cry holy Is the Lord They cry holy They cry holy They cry Join them, cry.